Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Wednesday. And my, oh my, does it feel good to say that. Now, we've had a good year in college basketball. We actually won our 100th game here on Wednesday. We're 167 year to date. But coming off of two losing days and then waking up Wednesday morning to see that I got no line value, almost every line went against me, I was starting to have a lot of self-doubt. So I really, really needed a winning card on Wednesday, and it happened. So let's recap the winning card for you. In college basketball, the handicap goes 3-1. and one. I cash on Rice, minus the 12-and-a-half. I cash on North Alabama, minus the 6-and-a-half. I cash on Louisiana, minus the 3-and-a-half. My lone loser in college basketball, well, it was Louisville, minus the 3-and-a-half. I got a ton of notes from you guys out there. You told me what a bad play this was. You were right. I was wrong. Egg on my face. Yeah, I won't be betting on the Cardinals anytime soon. On Twitter, thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. We're now 21-13 and 13 with the vote. We had the extra unit on the Owls of Rice. In the NBA, we cash in the Knicks and the Jazz over the 227. On the Frozen Pond, we lose the Ducks and the Islanders under the 6. Add it all together, we make 2.54 units for the day. And now we move on to the next. So we start in the National Football League. It's the L.A. Chargers plus the three at the Las Vegas Raiders. Who's in? Who's out? you got to be watching the waiver wire on this one, that's for sure. The Chargers beat the Raiders 24-17 back in week four. But this time around, there's no Justin Herbert. There's no Keenan Allen. The Raiders' offense was absolutely dreadful last week against Minnesota. No points, just eight first downs, and 202 yards of total offense. But this is a prime time game at home. They'll be much better tonight. But the Raiders are only averaging 15.5 points per game this season. The big wild card in the handicap tonight is the quarterback for the Chargers. It's Easton Stick. Stick went 13 of 24 last week in relief, tossing for 179 yards. He was a fifth round pick back in 2019. He's been sitting in this system waiting for the opportunity. And it's tough for me not to be rooting for Stick tonight. He went 49-3 and as the starter at North Dakota State University. He actually started and won eight games during the senior season for Carson Wentz. Wentz missed several games that year because of an injury. And much of the Bison fan base actually felt like Stick, not Wentz, 
should have started the national championship game that year. That's an odd debate since many were already projecting Wentz to go near the top of the NFL draft in the spring. Bottom line, I like the kid. I loved him as a player at North Dakota State, and I will be rooting like heck for him tonight. So give me Easton Stick and the L.A. Chargers plus the three at the Las Vegas Raiders. Next up, we go to the prop bets. I laid an egg on Monday. I may lay an egg here again on Thursday. I'm going to be aggressive with the card. I'm going all in on the same handicap. Limited selection of prop bets to begin with. A lot of numbers are not posted yet, but we start at quarterback. Surprise, surprise here. It's Easton Stick over the 189.5 yards passing. I do know this. If Chris Kleiman were coaching tonight, he's unfortunately at Kansas State these days, I would love to bet stick to the over on the rushing prop since he ran for 2,523 yards in college. No rushing prop is available yet. When it comes out, I'll probably be on the over. I don't know if the Chargers will run him that much anyway, but we'll find out. I am going to bet the passing prop bet, though, over. So I'm going Easton stick once again over the 189.5 yards passing tonight for the Chargers. At running back, well, Austin Eckler is the only running back in the board. That's the only prop bet available, but I'm going to pass on the rushing prop. I'm actually going to go the receiving prop. I'm going Austin Eckler over the 30 and a half yards receiving. Eckler has gone over this number in back-to-back. Well, actually, he hasn't gone over this number in back-to-back weeks since the beginning of the season, but he went over last week with seven targets, five catches for 49 yards. Stick actually dumped the ball to Eckler four times on just one drive in the third quarter. I think you'll get plenty of touches again tonight. So let's go Austin Eckler over the 30 and a half yards receiving for the Chargers. And to complete my all in on the LA Chargers tonight at wide receiver, it's Joshua Palmer over 35 and a half yards receiving. Quinton Johnston had the big week last week for the Chargers. He caught the big one from Stick, but Palmer returns this week to help fill the void of Keenan Allen. Prior to his injury, Palmer had seven or more targets in four consecutive games and went over this number in all four. Now, for as much as I love Easton Stick, I know he's not Justin Herbert, but without Allen, I think Palmer crushes this number tonight. So give me Joshua Palmer over the 35 and a half yards receiving for the Chargers. Then your first quarter bet on the total. Yeah, I don't like it, but once again, I bet him every single time. I'm on the Raiders and the Chargers under the six and a half at a plus 124. Next up on the card, we go to college basketball and we start with Lamar minus the one and a half against UL Monroe. So the Cardinals of Lamar are four and five in the season. They're picked ninth this year in the Southland Conference. They lost by 20 at Sam Houston last time out. Part of that, though, the losses have been mostly competitive against SMU, Pacific, Longwood, and UTSA. They do have wins over UTSA and Delaware State this season. They can score. They're averaging 82.1 points per game, shooting 43.7% from the floor, including 39.2% from beyond the arc. They played the 307th toughest schedule in the country. The Warhawks of UL Monroe are 4-4 and on the year. They're picked 14th out of 14 in the Sunbelt Conference. They also played Sam Houston in their last game. They had a really good game. They lost by one compared to the 20 for Lamar. D1 wins this year are over Central Michigan and Northwestern State. 
Their other losses have been against Houston. Everyone loses to Houston. Louisiana Tech and SMU. Monroe averages 71.8 points per game. They shoot 43.8% from the floor. They do struggle from three-point land, hitting just 29.9%, but they've also played a much tougher schedule, ranking 65th in the country. Lamar has actually had 11 days to prepare for this one. Meanwhile, Monroe played at Sam Houston on Tuesday. Rest plus home court. Tip the scales to Lamar for me. I'm going to lay the one and a half with the Cardinals of Lamar at home over UL Monroe. Next up on the card, it's Drake minus the 22 and a half against Grambling. So I don't like numbers like this, but on a night with a small slate of games, I'm going to play it. Drake is 9-1 on the season, projected as the top dog in the Missouri Valley Conference. Their lone loss was a head-scratching 92-68 loss against Stephen F. Austin. The Bulldogs are coming off their best win of the season, a 19-point win over Nevada. The Bulldogs are averaging 78.5 points per game. They shoot 47.5% from the floor. Six of the nine Bulldog wins have been by double digits this season, but they've yet to win a game by this margin, so that does scare me a bit. Grambling, on the other hand, they're 2-7 and seven on the season. No Division I wins. They lost to Colorado by 32. They lost to Iowa State by 55, and they lost to Dayton by 30. Grambling did shoot 45.7% at Washington State last time out in an 18-point loss, but they do rank 329th in the computer numbers. They average just 67.1 points per game, and my numbers tell me that Drake should be favored in this one by 29. I think the Bulldogs finally get that level three type blowout, so I'm going to lay the 22 and a half with the Bulldogs of Drake at home over Grambling. Next up on the card, it's a neutral site game in Lakeland, Florida. I'm going to back East Carolina, plus the 15 and a half against Florida. So the Gators are 6-3 and three on the season. They won a neutral site game last out by 11 over Richmond, and they have another neutral site game against Michigan on deck. So the Gators have lost by 3 to Virginia, by 4 to Baylor, and by 11 at Wake Forest so far this season. They have power five wins over Florida State and Pittsburgh. All six W's this year have been by double digits. Four of the wins have been by 20 or more. They have a really good offense. East Carolina, they're six and four on the season. They broke my heart over the weekend, losing to South Carolina by six. They were tight in that game in the final minute. I had a plus five and a half. I'm not going to forget that anytime soon. The Pirates also have a good win over a good UNC Wilmington team this year. But other than that, it's been up and down. It's been a roller coaster. But this is a neutral site game. It's a sandwich game for the Gators. I do love the Gator offense, but I think the Pirates will hang around in this one until late. So I'm going to grab the 15 and a half with East Carolina against Florida in Lakeland. Next up on the card, it's Furman plus the six and a half at Tulane. So I've backed Tulane much of the season. So flipping like this often comes back to bite me. So we shall see, as they say. The Green Wave are 6-2 and two on the season. They're the perfect 4-0 at home. Their losses have been by three against Bradley. And then, last time out, they lost by 30 against Mississippi State. Furman was the preseason favorite in the SoCon. They're just 5-5 five and five on the season. They're 0-3 on the road, losing at UAB, Princeton, and Arkansas. Average margin of defeat this year, 8.4 points. 23-point win early in the season against Belmont. 
is the best thing on the resume. Overall, this has been a disappointing non-conference for the Paladons. This is their last chance for a big non-conference. W, the total is 173.5, so don't expect to see much defense and expect to see a lot of 8-0 spurts in this game. I'm just hoping to get the closing run in this one. So give me Furman plus the 6.5 on the road at Tulane. Next up on the card, it's coin flip time. We start in the NBA. I selected the Chicago Bulls at the Miami Heat. Total is 217. Heads it is. I'm on the over 217 between the Bulls and the Heat. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Carolina Hurricanes at the Detroit Red Wings. Total is 6.5 in this one. Tails it is. I'm on the under 6.5 between the Hurricanes and the Red Wings. So let's recap my card for a Thursday. In the National Football League, I'm all in on Easton Stick. Give me the L.A. Chargers plus the three at the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm on Easton Stick over the 189.5 yards passing. I'm on Austin Eckler over the 30.5 yards receiving. I'm on Joshua Palmer over the 35.5 yards receiving. First quarter total, I'm on the under 6.5 at a plus 124. College basketball, I'm on Lamar, minus the one and a half against UL Monroe. I'm on Drake, minus 22 and a half against Grambling. I'm on East Carolina, plus 15 and a half against Florida, neutral site game. I'm on Furman, plus the six and a half at Tulane. NBA, I'm on the Bulls and the Heat, over 217. NHL, Hurricanes, Red Wings, under the six and a half. So that's my card for a Thursday. Enjoy the games. If I lose everything on Easton Stick, yes, there will be egg on my face, but we shall find out. As always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.